Behold. So today we are talking about what? Hail bop. Hail bop, doo wop, mm bop, diddy dop, dop, doo wop. So that's what we're talking about today. I don't know how many people are going to be on, but this is going to be Johnny Llama episode three. Most of you guys on here, even if you're not familiar with our other podcast, Talk Murder Me, you know about Heaven's Gate, my favorite cult so far. Last Johnny Llama episode, we talked about the belief system, about how they were they were basically vessels and they were preparing their vessels, or excuse me, vehicles, well, both interchangeably, but they thought their body was a vehicle. Mm -hmm. And to get to heaven, they would have to train themselves their vehicle. To be more alien-like. And that way they can just shoot up into the sky. Sure. But, but they had no idea they would use Hell Bop. And I'm going to go over this, but the the main co-founder, I would say the, the mastermind behind this whole thing, who was mostly behind the scenes, was T, you know, Nettles. Right, the nurse. The, the RN that was older, much older. Uh, who was the nurse at the... Yeah, she's the one that found... Facility. Applewhite at his mental breakdown, and yes. they started this. Now, they, yeah. they did this for, since I, I believe it was like 1978. So this was a, a long time. But before Hell Bop came, I think it was 1995 if i'm if i'm not no 1992 if i'm not mistaken t actually dies of liver cancer now that's that's a bad thing do you know why do you want to take a guess why uh because their activities to help try to like get their bodies pure didn't work in their view so sort of or or she like wasn't able to transfer her soul before she passed so the belief system with heaven's gate what they believed is that their their body would be sucked up into another the realm or whatever that they were preparing their body for that well so basically t was was since she was one of the chosen ones sent down long ago you remember i told you about revelation and they t and doe were sent down as witnesses and then they rose up so they are the higher beings yep. at this point however she gets liver cancer and, and dies suddenly she suddenly dies and that's a big thing because okay you said you were the messiah basically you were telling everyone the messiah that you're you're not you're you're not uh, culpable to human disease. Ah, so it's kind of like a an, an, a Kim Jong Un situation or ill situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you kind of make it out that nothing can happen to you because of who you are and your position, and yet, oops, they died. Exactly. And actually, Jesus, Jesus as well was you know his prophets followed him too. All right, excuse me, his followers, the twelve disciples followed him too, mm -hmm. and they believed that he could never die. Right. But then he did die, and then he came so, back. Well, well, that's the thing. So they were teaching that he could not die. However, he did. So now they have to kind of rewrite their theology. Oh, so they, they're like to uh, fit. You mean she? T. Well, I'm talking about yeah. Jesus oh, and T. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, 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 did they have? Did they use Hell Bop as a way for her to come back? No. So once T died, Doe took over. Doe being Applewhite. Got it. And this is when things started going really downhill because he was the one with the the real mental illness, mm -hmm. and now he's in charge charge of this group. And now this is where they take a turn to killing themselves to go. So he eventually, so what, what they call it is cognitive dissonance. Like, let's say the Messiah, T dies. She dies. And then it's like, well, what the fuck? Like the, the ideology says that she can't die. She's in, she's in a messenger. She's, you know, she's not supposed to die a human death. What's that all about? So they have to, they have to do these mental gymnastics mm -hmm. and psychologists call that uh, cognitive dissonance. It's where they have 
two, they have two kind of thoughts in the end. All right. If you believe something and something is so real and that is, you know, how you live your life, your morals and values, but then something comes up that completely shatters that, how can you fit that new belief system in it? And that's what happens. So with Jesus, the same way, like when he died, well, okay, well, yeah, he died physically, but you know, his soul, you know, that's the new belief. Just like with T, T didn't die. She just ascended faster than anyone else because she was the older one. So Uh. she went up there like a uh, pre-party or whatever, like a, you know, um, one of those you know, yeah. the parties that go up and, and make sure everything's okay. She went up there. She was already in hell, heaven's realm. Right. And she was talking through dough. That's how he kind of managed to make this sense, make this work, right? Got it. What I'm trying to say is right before the comet came into, into play, Applewhite being mentally ill, some sort of schizophrenic anyway, and having these crazy ideas, couldn't hardly cope with losing his mentor. And now he is in a position of power you can see that things started getting really weird. All right, so everyone has a six-letter, three-syllable name ending in Odie. So Odie is like the children, right? And then when you... when you Can you even an example of a name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is from one of the members. I'm reading this on Reddit. But the Odie names have become con- a confused subject, but it's simple. All these students had selected their own names for the most part when they joined to have a fresh start in mind and body. That's that's a pretty much cult standard, too. Cult standard. Especially religious cults, right? Because you, you want to to your your name Nicole and John like this kind of binds us to our our family tree you know what I'm saying like your mom giving you that name your dad giving you yeah, that yeah, name yeah. but oh, if you use okay. a different name altogether if you use a different name all the de- altogether it's easier to kind of disassociate from got that. it yeah. yes 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 separate yourself from your family and who who your previous identity was yeah yes okay I'm with you this is Sawyer saying he's one of the surviving members that does all the interviews now I happen to be the wood cutter, chainsaw operator in the class and other references to working with wood in my past. Then T and Doe told us soon after that, that the next level were adopting us into their family as their children. So the next level being the aliens, they're adopting these members, Heaven's Gates members as their children, right? So they wanted to shorten shorten their names and have everyone have the same sounding sort of names, which means they're a family. Mm -hmm. And those letters would have ODY added to them. So Sawyer became Swyody. S-W-Y-O-D-Y. Swyody. Okay. Okay. There was also Stamodi is one. Stamodi? Stamodi. I'd be Komodi. I would make my name Komodi. Komodi. Like Komode? Yeah. (laughs) This is uh, Stephen McCarter. So his name was, I just saw it somewhere. Sharodi. So right here, Sarodi. S-R-R-O-D-Y. Sarodi, right? Mm -hmm. So everyone had names like that. Kind of ridiculous, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's what I was... Uh, so anyway, excuse me, the Hellbop comet came and that was like a a message to an already... the already declining mental status of Doe, who was on the downward anyway. So he was looking for not not a way out, but he there's only so long that you can put on this this doomsday... So, so this was a doomsday cult. Mm-hmm. So they believed that the the earth would be recycled yeah, and they would have 
have these dates that they would, you know, just like any religion, they would say, okay, at this date, you know, this is going to happen, yada, yada, yada. Well, when that didn't manifest and now 20 years have gone by and it's like, okay, well, are we going to ascend to heaven? Like, is there going to be, is the earth going to blow up? Like, Mm -hmm. what's the deal? You know, you have to do something eventually. Yeah. If not, no one's going to follow you anymore. So the heavens, the hell bop comet kind of came out of nowhere and immediately he, he uh, adopted that. It was almost like, oh yeah, this is the opportunity right here. You know, like, is that right? Yeah. What I was saying is the hell bop comet came in 1995 and was kind of a godsend. If you want to read this, this is from Herb Applewhite's own words about the comet at this time. Now, Nettles is already dead. T is already dead. Mm -hmm. So this comet kind of came out of nowhere. And not only did it come out of nowhere, not even mentioning Heaven's Gate at all. This is before the suicides, not even mentioning the cult at all. There was a huge alien scare about this specific comet. So it kind of worked both ways. Perfect blending. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that today. Like there were people that were really scared that there was an alien UFO behind this comet. And actually this UFO was guiding the comet to hit Earth. That was a real thing. So a real fear, a real fear. So it it honestly worked out perfectly for this cult who is a UFO cult anyway. And okay, what's a UFO? This might not be our ride, but shit, it's a UFO. We can jump up there anyway and and then dock at the next starport or whatever. It kind of worked great, you know? Yeah. Whether Hillbop has a companion or not is irrelevant from our perspective. However, its arrival is joyously very significant to us at Heaven's Gate. The joy is that our older member in the evolutionary level above human, the kingdom of heaven, has made it clear to us that Hillbop's approach is the marker we've been waiting for. The time for arrival of the spacecraft from the level above human to take us home to their world in the literal heavens. Our 22 years of classroom here on planet Earth is finally coming to conclusion. Graduation from the human evolutionary level, we are happily prepared to leave this world and go with T.I.'s go with T's crew. So you see right there that T was talking to him because, quote, the joy is that our older member, being single, one older member, and the oldest one in the group, as far as wisest, is T. The joy is that our older member, T, in the evolutionary level above human, the kingdom of heaven, has made it clear. So she didn't even know the comet was going to happen. She died of, she's dead of liver cancer years before. Right. You know, she had no idea. No one knew. But now she's saying, or she's telling Doe that this comet is the way out. So that was also a perfect thing because people, members were kind of, you know, okay, well, you know, T's dead. That's not really supposed to be how it worked. You know, she Mm -hmm. died of human disease. You know what I'm saying? And and one more thing about that. Applewhite just said that she didn't die. I mean, she did die of liver cancer, Mm -hmm. but that her vehicle broke down just like your car would break down, you know? Right. Her vehicle broke down. So she just ascended early. That's kind of how he did it. But now he's saying that she's actually communicating through him and it gets it gets weird when he takes over. I just want to I'm just going to preface over this. But for instance, he married every one of the cult members, everyone in a ceremony. They all wore rings. Oh, God, here we go. But he but he he was castrated. Yeah, he was neutered. So he was not. No, no, I'm not. Don't think about sex marries. I'm just going to brief over this because I don't want to get too confused. But to show you how things went downhill, once T died, Doe marries everyone in the group all the members which is why if you watch the farewell video 
videos, which we'll see one later, they're all wearing wedding rings, you know? Mm -hmm. They're all wearing wedding rings, but you're like, well, there's supposed to be no physical attraction, and there is none, but it was a symbolic gesture, and he married all of, not legally, but in a symbolic gesture, married all of all the crew. It it gets crazy. All right, so as far as sex is concerned, they were talking about, so you have to abstain from sex, but, you know, you, you may have nocturnal emissions. Basically, you jizz when you're sleeping. You know what I'm saying? And if you if that happens, you're supposed to actually like tell the group and be ashamed about it. It's fucking weird. Anyway, I'm not going to get down that at all. <laughs> but. There's like just too much to get into. Yeah, I, that's call. what I'm saying. I want to I want to keep with the hell bop here. So I'm going to let's let's look at this comment. Right. Let's see this comment first. And before we talk about any of the uh, alien stuff, let's actually like kind of track this comment if you if you want. Right. So yep. this comment was discovered in July of 1995 by two independent astronomers, Alan Hell and Thomas Bopp. <laughs> hell Bopp. All right. Check this out here. We're going to look at this uh, this comment here. So this is a an icy big ass rock. That's all it is. But this is Hellbop right here. This is it right here. This is the comet right here. It looks pretty large. As but... it is. Yeah, it's a huge comet. Now, the thinking was that this comet, and you see right here, it says, I don't know if you can see it, but it's a frigid asteroid. Whoa. And this thing has like its gravity and temperature. The temperature is 234.73 degrees Celsius. So this is the comet right here. This is what it looked like, Hellbop. Now, this thing is actually still going to orbit back to us. So this right here, what you're looking at is, you know, Earth down here, right? We're in this cluster. Right. And then this is the trajectory of Hale-Bopp. It's going way far out there. Yeah, the way far system. out. But it will come back, as you see. You know, this is like the whole universe. Hale-Bopp will come back when it hits its zenith right here. I don't know what it's called. But I think if I can remember without looking at my notes, the next time it's going to come back is 4,863. So we're at 2023. So 2000 years from now, the last time we actually seen it when the Egyptians were building the pyramids that they actually saw hell bop and, and that, and it made its full gravity rotation. So you see, it goes way out here and then comes back. So this is where it's at right now. And here's earth down here, one of these planets, you know, and then where was it at? Like right here or or whatever. I think it was right here. So it's, it's got a long way to go still, but it will come back. Are there any photos of it passing? Like what people could see from Earth. I would love to see because that's huge in size and obviously it would have had to have been pretty far away from our view. Yeah, so there's a bunch of photos actually. I actually got a good video I found of said comet and we can uh, watch that right y'all. I just got out. Oops. Yep. Yeah. So here it is right here. You can see it and you see that huge tail behind it. Mm -hmm. So let's play this video. So I mean that's it right there. I mean it's just it's huge. Wow. Imagine seeing that bitch. Now it's it's quite a far away away. It's uh I'll get the exact distance here in a minute. Some of my notes, but it's pretty far away. It's it it is close, yeah, but you know it's not directly going to impact Earth. So you see, this is someone an amateur filming the. Uh, I wish I here. remembered that from 1997. You know, you don't remember the alien scare? Holy hell! I was seven years old. No. Yeah, there was a big alien scare. I remember this. Y2K pretty well. Well, so I remember it basically like anyone else my age remembered it because the Simpsons made fun of it. Family Guy wasn't on. They make fun of it all. Yeah. So the Simpsons made fun of it. Popular culture made fun of it. So that's kind of how I knew about it. Right. Gotcha. Because I sure as hell wasn't watching the news. But yeah, so that's the comet right there. Pretty crazy. I mean, look how big that thing is. When does Haley's comet come around again? Every 76 years. Comet. 
All right, so next in 2062, another 40 years away from that sucker. All right, this thing was discovered in 1995 in July by two independent astronomers. They called it a Saturn-like object. The Saturn-like object is not the comet. It's a star that was found behind said comet, which I'm going to show you. Anyway, the the uh, this star, if if that if that is what it is, the star, which we're going to go over in a second, was the thing that called all this caused all this alien panic. Anyway, an Alan Hale in New Mexico said, quote, the alien spacecraft is nothing more than a bright star. The comet happened to be next to one night. What fueled this frenzy was this photo right here. I know this is going to be kind of hard to see, but just bear with me here. This photo was taken by an, an amateur astronomist, and he had asked, of all people, he asked the guy that does uh, Coast to Coast AM, which is that conspiracy show that has been on public radio for freaking ever. Like since you were born, that one dude, he's he always does the conspiracy theories and everything else. So this guy was this radio host, which is really popular. If can't even remember his name, I don't listen to him. But he got this image, and he's the one that spread this this you know theory. Okay, is ah. there a spaceship behind said comet? So if we look right here, this is the comet right here, right? Yeah. This is the object that he is talking about. Okay. So this yep. he asked this man asked if this number one, why is it a Saturn-like object. That shouldn't be that object. And he said that it is following the comet, which if it's a star, it should not be following the comet. Should not be going anywhere. Exactly. It should not be going anywhere. However, the 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 Saturn-like rings that you see on it was just diffraction from all what all of these uh, alien deniers ended up saying. All these alien. What are they called? A scientist. <laughs> so yeah. All right. The comet was actually a quote dirty ice ball. 25 miles in diameter 25 miles it was egg it had an egg-shaped orbit like i showed you more than 7200 miles per hour the closest it would approach would be 122 million miles away and that was on march 22nd which was huh, i think that was the day they killed himself right huh. it was like the end of march or something like that here's a, another cool uh little photo of animation of the comet right here you can see that's probably better but hmm. you know we're the third planet from the sun so we're the blue yep. one and that's how close it got, you know. Wow, that is pretty close. Yeah. So, um, let me see. Close. You, you like you interested in this? Yeah. James commented um, that he also read Cosmic Suicide just recently and found it fascinating. Oh, definite it... recommendation to anyone into cults. James, what's up, man? James, James, uh, good to see you on. He he's always he's a really uh, big supporter. Of I us. know. Thanks we for always, being here, James. We always see you on the uh, Patreon. Did you read that because of me, or did you read that on your own? It's crazy, is it not? And and so a uh, good thing about that book is all the other supplemental cases that I'm doing based on it. So they they bring up all these other cults and and, mm. and for instance, I believe one of them's called the Cult of the Golden Sun or something like that. They killed themselves right before, you know, stuff like that. So it gives me story ideas is what I'm trying to say. Anyway, there is a lot of cult content. Yeah. Anyway, thanks so much, James, for uh, being on here. It means a, it means a hell of a lot to us, man. All right, so the com the comet thing is not a big deal. Besides that alien thing. People are going to kill themselves regardless when, when there's a comet or a war is going to start. War 
wars were started because of comets. You right. know, back in the day, they were signs from God. That is nothing new. And a book, a uh, excuse me, a quote from Shakespeare in Julius Caesar says, "Quote: When paupers die, there are no comets seen, but the heavens themselves blaze forth the deaths of princes." So as soon as a comet happens, you see you see all these important people going to war, killing themselves, or whatever. It's is always going to be like that. Anyway, interesting. So that photo that I showed you last time with the trailing Saturn-like object behind Hale Bop was taken by this guy named Chuck Schrammack. He was a an amateur astronomer, and he was really curious about that object. This is a better kind of photo of what he had posted. So he's asking, you know, what this thing is that's trailing behind it. And it's a far distance behind it. So, I mean, couldn't it just be something like another, an, a secondary comet pulled by a gravitational pull? It is a star that's always there, but the 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 actual rings and dude, I disclaimer, I am not an astrophysicist at all. But the the rings are caused by diffraction, which I'm going to try to explain it. Stars emit light. Right. And light gets bended. Waves. Well, yeah. So it's waves. It gets bended around other objects. Yes. So if there's another object in front of it, it gets bended around. And to us here on Earth, it causes that uh, causes that streak. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically how I can explain it. I don't okay. know. That, that may be completely off. From the South Florida Sun Sentinel, this is before the, uh, this is before Heaven's Gate suicide and everything else. From the South Florida Sun Sentinel, quote, an invading alien spacecraft four times the size of Earth is closing in on our planet behind a huge, brilliant comet, end quote. That is what the South Florida Sun Sentinel put on the front page. So people were freaking out. The NASA scientists, they claim, knew that this UFO was actually behind the comet, and that's why the NASA scientists quickly revised the... It seemed like the comet made a slight adjustment to its path, and NASA scientists were quick, but quietly kind of, you know, redid the uh, findings, which to these conspiracy theorists is like, okay, now they're just covering up. And why would a comet, why would it even, you know, adjust its path anyway, unless something was moving it, which makes sense because now you can you can put a big spaceship behind it yep. and have that spaceship moving it and guiding it towards Earth. So the thinking was, and this is not just by Heaven's Gate, this is one by this is by the world. A lot of people didn't even know Heaven's Gate. Most people didn't know Heaven's Gate before all of this I'm reading, right? Mm-hmm. So they claimed that the UFO was actually steering this comet to impact Earth, but they and other, quote, Earth traders, the NASA scientists, Earth traders, covered all of this up. Mm-hmm. The, the alien scare was actually really huge at the time. An internet site offered instructions on how to survive the upcoming impact and Armageddon. Another one, which would be something we would do, was selling, quote, Invade O brand anti-abduction cover blankets. <laughs> they were basically tin foil blankets. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's awesome. There was there uh, a professor at Emory University even got in on this. She she runs this organization called the Far Sight Institute. And that if that sounds crazy, it is. She and her colleagues participate in remote viewing. And now she's a respected <laughs> a respected professor. How respected? <laughs> well, not anymore. Okay. <laughs> now she lost all credibility. Okay, okay. But yeah. her and her remote viewing 
interesting techniques that she did with her colleagues said that they actually could see the alien spaceship and they were spying on the these aliens and they said she said that the UFO had 10,000 aliens on it and they were coming to foresee the destruction of earth <laughs> shit yeah okay okay so now go back after i mean the world is the world freaking is excited out, freaking out about this freaking out and and it's not just the comments getting too close it's a ufo behind it so it is the perfect segue for a ufo cult who's been waiting to ascend to a ufo i mean it's like when you're at the mall and you're like you know shit i gotta take a bus home or damn i gotta get an uber oh wait there's my friend from high school i'll just ride with her it's a good, hey, you know, can I just jump in right quick? It was a really good opportunity for them. A great opportunity, especially with Herb Applewhite losing his marbles, more and more marbles every day, every day and marrying all his members and, and castrating themselves. And here's one of the uh, castration videos. Oh, no, God, no. No, no. <laughs> Not of the surgery. What the fuck? I mean, what else am I supposed to think though when you say that? Like, no, that's, I think that's where I draw the line. I've seen too much. <laughs> All right. So this is uh, someone who got neutered. This is the type of people that get neutered. Uh, let's see. Oh, one second. And didn't you say that these are like very intelligent people? A lot of them. Yeah. There were a lot of uh, scientists. A lot of people were interested in. Not credible Star scientists. Star <laughs> so Star Trek was a big thing. And Shram did say um, that she reached out to oh the Heaven's Gate on the website. She reached out? Yes. And they responded right away. They responded? Yes. That's what she said. So she said that she asked about the future of Earth and if it's too damaged to be saved or recycled. And they responded. And I, she tried to post it here, but I think it cut off. Holy shit. Um, Did you at least use like a fake name? Let me see if I can get in the... in. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, I'm surprised you did that. That's awesome, though. So who commented back? Did you ask him like who was in charge of this? Okay, thing? hang on. Here's the... um. Wait, what did they reply? What did they say back? Shram said... Recently, I heard about your teachings and I am very interested in learning more. I realized I might be far too late to seek the answers, but can you provide the knowledge about the fate of the earth? Your website says the earth will be recycled. I'm no conspiracy theorist, but in the year 2023, I have a hard time believing that the earth can still be saved. What do you think will happen to the planet? I am weary and desperate for answers. If you can share your thoughts, please respond at your convenience. Thank you. They responded like a real email? What did they say, Shram? I don't see their response. While she's looking at that, I do have a member profile I'll go over real quick, but I wanted to bring this up because I bought it on Amazon and we have to return it soon. <laughs> but this is a tuning fork. So one of the, remember I told you about the tuning fork practices? So one of the practices they would do is they would have this tuning fork, which if you're a musician, like this one is tuned to A, 440 hertz, the vibration. And if you hit it, I don't know if, I doubt you guys can hear that. Let me know if you can hear it. But anyway, it emanates the sound, you guys probably know this, out of the vibrations of these two metal pieces. Anyway, it, and it actually lost, lasts a long time, like over a minute, just, just doing that. It You could hear it for over a minute. It's very soothing, and it is, it's kind of therapeutic, you know what I'm saying? And that's why all those, um, what do you call them, uh, Buddhists, they hit that little bell, that gong. Mm -hmm. And anyway, so what they would do is hit it. And then put it right by their head and try to match the frequency. And if they could match the frequency. Now, they did this for, for a good, better part of 20 years. This is one of the practices. And they would just sit there all day and just, it's like, what, did you ask me a question? Hold on, I'll respond. 
it's like they're suddenly like they're out of tune with every comment, you know, like well, a guitar. So if they can get themselves to the the right frequency, then it's crazy. Anyway, this is one of the the member profiles right here. So this and the, all these are on findagrave.com. This is Cheryl Butcher, but that Cheryl Butcher. Like the worst website. Find a grave. Like the font's way too happy for what that is. Well, this is a big website. I use it all the time. I know. Cheryl Butcher. Okay, her name in the cult was does it even say Sherody or something? I don't know. I'm not seeing her name in here. Oh, yes, the planet will be recycled at an undetermined time in the future, but it will be a reset, not a destruction. That's what their reply uh, was. So anyway, this is her right here. And if we go to this article from People, Cheryl Butcher, 42, computer trainer. Butcher was a shy, bright, self-taught computer expert who spent half her life in Applewhite's orbit. She was the perfect daughter, says her father, Jasper, a retired federal corrections officer. She was a good student, charity work, candy striper stuff. You know what a mm-hmm. candy striper is, right? Mm-hmm. So that's like one of them. I will say the FBI was involved because of, of this. As I said, like these kids, which weren't really kids, they were all basically 18 at the time. They were all adults. You could not. All right. One of the be- one of the great things about this cult and how they stayed off the radar is they did not allow any children inside the cult. You cannot have children. If you have children, you got to leave them at home. There can be no children inside the cult because let's talk, talk about Waco. Remember, he was fathering all those children and all his flock. But and now that's a different thing because America doesn't they don't give a shit if you if you're a fanatic. As an adult. Yeah, but bring yeah exactly. A child into but bring it. a child yeah. into it. That's another another issue. So that's one of the things Heaven Heaven's Gate stayed away from hmm. kids altogether. So when some of these some of these, uh, you remember what's her name? Julie, or excuse me, um, Susan that we talked about, one of the ones that had a bag over her head. Mm-hmm. She was the daughter of a federal judge. Mm-hmm. Some of these people had very prominent families. And at one point he knew of an FBI agent or contact in some way. So the FBI got briefly involved and they they did write this all these documents and everything else. But at the end of the day, they stayed away from it because these are consenting adults. They're all over 18. I'm sorry that you're 18 year old ran away. Right. But they're, they're adults. What are you gonna but do? they're adults. They can make this decision themselves. And another crazy thing I want to mention is they would have these family days where everyone could go home every couple years and spend a couple days with their actual family, which is crazy because That's then they would just come back to the cult. No other cult is doing that. You know, it was it's crazy. It's like they really did want to be there anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's all I got. I uh, hope you guys like that. It's a little bit about the comment. Not much, but, you know, no, I think it's fascinating. So I guess we're back to the regular regular schedule and then we'll do like more interviews and stuff. I want to kind of get this podcast going. It's a good release for me. It's a good nocturnal emission for me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So cool. You know, cool, 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 well, cool, I, hope, cool. I hope you guys like that. And uh, until next time, good night to you. Lovely, lovely people.